From a secret location in room 100 of 540 Jack Gibbs Boulevard, this is Craft. I'm your host, Doug Dangler. Robert Evans is an editorial manager for one of my favorite websites, Cracked.com. And he's recently published a book called A Brief History of Ice, How Bad Behavior Built Civilization. Welcome to Craft, Robert Evans. Hello. Tell me about the drunk monkey hypothesis that underlies your book, A Brief History of Vice. Well, first, I think it's important to note that the drunken monkey hypothesis is its official scientific name. If right. you Google that, you'll, you'll get a, a return for the paper. And it essentially states that uh, we, or at least our, our pre-primate ancestors, gained the ability to metabolize alcohol roughly 10 million years ago. Uh, because seeking out alcohol, you know, today, if you seek out alcohol every meal, uh, you're probably not a very healthy person. <laughs> but millions of years ago, uh, if you sought out alcohol for every single meal, it, mean you were, it meant you were going to be finding the fruit that was at its most calorically dense, because fruit only starts to ferment when it's gotten absolutely as sugary as it's going to get. So when we developed, or at least when our ancestors developed noses uh, that could seek out ethanol, uh, they were seeking out the most calorically dense fruit in the jungle, and that meant that they would be more likely to take in more calories, and that may improve their odds of survival. So it was very adaptive at that point to seek out alcohol at every single meal. But that's not something that uh, you advocate in the book. So tell me more about the uh, brief history of vice and uh, the ways that the history of vice changes uh, maybe our understanding of it, but also may guide our use of uh, things that are referred to as vice, like alcohol. Uh, well, I think one of the things that's most interesting to me about sort of the history of alcohol and human development is that uh, it, it really played a significant role in the foundation of the first states. Um, if you look at a lot of the earliest empires in history, uh, from the Egyptians, the Sumerians, to a lot of the, the Mesoamerican empires, they would feed uh, and essentially pay that their government laborers in beer. Um, and even earlier than that, before we were settling down in states, uh, there's a, a theory that was sort of first elucidated in uh, the paper What Was Brewing in the Natufian by Dr. Brian Hayden, that uh, we started farming in the first place so that we could brew beer and also grow food in order to throw better feasts and festivals and parties because that was sort of the earliest form of international human government. You know, before we had nation states and empires we had a bunch of tribes and these tribes when they would get together to settle disagreements to settle territory uh they would do it by throwing these massive elaborate feasts and it became very adaptive to throw the best feasts around because if you could put on the best party if you could brew the most beer if you could provide the most food the best musicians then that meant you were the strongest tribe and nobody would want to fight you it was essentially saying like hey we're brewing all this beer and providing all this food for the party right now. But if you make us angry, we could easily devote all these resources to fighting you. And you really don't want that. Mm -hmm. um, so alcohol played a, a really critical role in sort of that, that step from hunter-gatherers to you know, settled farming peoples. Um, and I think one of the real through lines in my research has been kind of the, uh, the role that drug culture has played in limiting the harmful use of drugs. You know, you look at the way we consume tobacco today, and a lot of people who are regular tobacco users will smoke a pack, two packs of cigarettes a day, and there's no way that that's healthy. Um, but if you look at the way ancient Americans used tobacco, they weren't smoking it to fill the empty minutes of the day. 
they smoked much stronger tobacco. They would smoke to the point to where they could not really stand. They used this weird pipe that they shoved up their nose, um, which I recreated in the book, and it's, it's terrible. It, it's very difficult to even stand after smoking wild tobacco that way. But as a result, you didn't see people smoking tobacco all the time. You didn't see the same rates of lung cancer because people weren't using it as a, as a vice. It was a, almost a, a really religious. It was both used as medicine and as sort of a religious sacrament. And when you, when you make something sacred, when you build rituals around the use of a drug, you kind of de facto limit its use. Right. Plus, it makes tobacco use look a lot less cool. If you imagine, say, Humphrey Bogart, instead of smoking a cigar with a pipe up his nose, it's not nearly yeah, as, and, as, as cool. And I, I can tell you, he would be sneezing everywhere. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the easiest way to get your mucous membranes to rebel against you. Yeah. So in your acknowledgement section, you thank a couple of friends on whom you tested, quote, experimental recreations of historical drugs. How did you talk for people and friends into trying things that uh, might seem a little unhealthy? What was your sales pitch to them to try, say, Neolithic beer or something along those lines? Uh, it was usually, and it was often to my roommates, um, but often you know, I, I, there, there were a bunch of friends sort of around the world that I tested this stuff on. I would usually just explain to them the history behind it. I would say, you know, we've I've recreated the very first recipe in all of human history, which is this weird Sumerian beer that was brewed with bread, because originally we didn't make bread to eat. We made bread to make beer out of. Um, and then I, you know, I would, I would go through that sort of historical spiel, and then I'd set down a bucket of beer on the table with a bunch of straws and say, do you guys want to drink? Um, and, and generally, when you when you can draw people in with sort of the story around it, they're more willing to experiment with something a little bit weird and, and mm-hmm. maybe uncomfortable or slightly unhealthy, like the nose pipes. Yeah, yeah. It really uh, brings to mind that when you want to convince people to do things bad, make up something that's got a history behind it. And you say, you know, this is really a great historical thing that you're dealing with here, uh, although it may be wild and uncomfortable, make you sneeze everywhere and, and things like that. Yeah, or make you hallucinate for hours that, you know. <laughs> like the Soma. <laughs> that happened a couple of times. Yeah, like the Soma uh, and like the uh, the Indian uh, yogurt marijuana milkshakes, which were a, an ancient beverage of the, uh, the Indian soldier. So besides getting your friends to risk their health for your research, what was your most common way of researching material for the book A Brief History of Vice? What do you really recommend people look into in order to learn more about it besides buying the book? Well, I, I think a lot of the most fascinating research I came upon while studying, you know, the, the, doing the sort of background research for this book was uh, various studies that people have done with monkeys. Um, you know, they, they found evidence of everything from, you know, prostitution is, is probably the most interesting thing that I think that they've, they've found in a monkey-based study. Um, but they've also, uh, they, there's a lot of, of evidence just sort of in how uh, our early pre-human ancestors would have behaved around things like alcohol. Uh, that you can you can look at studies in monkeys to sort of prove. That's why there's monkeys on the cover of the book is because uh, you know a lot of the the vices that we think of as uniquely human aren't uniquely human. Um, there there's something that's common to all forms of primates. Mm-hmm. So you make a point a couple times of, of mentioning that everything you're doing in the book is legal. Um, I believe, or at least like with the Soma mm-hmm. and, and the brewing, that's all legal. Is there, a, now that you're done with it, advice or something that you tried that you thought, this is actually quite pleasant and I would recommend it to others? Yeah, I very much enjoyed the Soma. Um, so Soma is an ancient intoxicant that dates back three or 4,000 years in the, the Hindu Vedas. 
Uh, and it's no one knows exactly what substance it was, but we have a recipe. We have a recipe that doesn't specify what you use, but specifies how you prepare it. And one of the leading theories is that the substance used to make Soma, which was both referred to as a god and as a drug taken by the gods, uh, was a mushroom called Amanita muscaria, which are they're, they're the, the quintessential toadstool, the mushrooms from Alice in Wonderland. Uh, and if you prepare them, if you just eat them straight, it's incredibly unpleasant. You'll be sick for hours. It can be very dangerous. If you prepare them in the way that the Vedas specify, you don't get horribly sick for hours. You have a really wonderful, uh, powerful, enjoyable, intoxicating experience. And it's, again, it's perfectly legal um, and uh, very pleasant. I, I would say uh, spectacularly so. Um, I think almost everyone, really everyone I've given it to has had a good experience although there is occasionally a little bit of vomiting involved. <laughs> that's, a, I, uh, that's a great way to uh, you know, end our discussion. It's a great experience, but there's occasionally a little bit of vomit. Uh, that's the tagline for when you begin uh, you know, broadcasting the idea of trying Soma. So Robert okay. Evans from Crack.com, I thank you very much for talking to me. I appreciate uh, learning about everything in your book, A Brief History of Vice, How Bad Behavior Built Civilization. Thanks for your time. For more information from my guests, visit www.crafttheshow.com. This is Doug Dangler. Until next time, be creative. Be creative.